Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one beautiful page of Talmud each day. Speaking of each day, there's one more thing I do every day beside learning Gemara, of course. Every day, around 5 or 6 p.m. or so, I walk over to my kitchen. I remove a glass I keep in the freezer, as well as an ice-cold bottle of number three London dry gin. I grab a lemon, and using a vegetable peeler, I peel a thin strip of skin. I rub the lemon peel all over the rim of the glass, coating it in fragrant and delightful essential oils, and then I pour a drop of vermouth, a little less than the absolute minimum, to quote the late great Roger Angel, and then some gin, as much as the glass holds. I drop one olive in, two is just a salad, and sip and enjoy. It's a delightful ceremony, but it's also, if I'm being honest, a little bit ridiculous. It takes time, all that lemon shaving and glass fondling, and it takes money because neither spirit is cheap. And yet, it brings me tremendous pleasure, which, especially these days, I desperately need. And the rabbis, no surprises there, knew all about why and how it was so important to take those little moments of transcendence seriously and pay attention to our stuff. That's why they taught us the concept of hidul mitzvah, or beautifying the mitzvah. If you're going to do a righteous deed, they insisted, put your heart, soul, and shekels into it. Have a listen. Rabbi Zera says that Rav Huna says, For the purchase of an object with which to fulfill a mitzvah, one should spend up to one-third. The Gemara asks, to what does this one-third refer? If we say it means that one should spend up to one-third of his estate to perform a mitzvah, but if that is so, and if it happened to him that he became obligated in three mitzvot at the same time, should he give his entire estate away in order to fulfill those mitzvot? It's ridiculous. Of course not. One is certainly not required to do so. Rather, the Talmud continues, what Rabbi Sarah said is that for the embellishment of the performance of a mitzvah, for this hidur mitzvah, example, to purchase a more beautiful item used in the performance of a mitzvah, one should spend up to one-third more than the cost of the standard item used to perform the mitzvah. Not that drinking a martini is any great big mitzvah, but if it were, basically the rabbis are saying if you're going to spend $10 on a given bottle of gin, maybe consider spending 13 Rav Ashi raises a dilemma. How is this one-third calculated? Is it one-third from within, i.e. he calculates the cost of a standard item, adds one-third of that value, and spends the total on purchasing a more beautiful item? Or is it one-third from without, i.e. one-third of the sum he ultimately spends should be the additional sum added in order to purchase a more beautiful item? Rabbis are into real accounting here. The Gemara concludes, the dilemma shall stand unresolved. In the West, Eretz Yisrael, they say in the name of Rabbi Zera, of the money one spends on purchasing a more beautiful item to perform a mitzvah, up to one-third more than the cost of a standard item comes from his own finances. But from this point forward, any additional sum spent on purchasing a more beautiful item comes from the largesse of the Holy One, blessed be He i.e. God will reimburse him for spending that additional sum. What a gorgeous concept, and what a crucial guide to life. Don't worry about counting nickels and dimes. Just do the right thing here, and do it in style.
And if you invest with all of your being, all of your heart, all of your might, Hashem will reward you handsomely. It's why we buy the best-looking etrog we can find on Sukkot, why we place our chalas on a special fancy challah board every Friday night, and why, come Shabbos, we dress in our finest clothes. Because a mitzvah is just about following the letter of the law. Again, returning to this imperfect martini example, just pouring the martini into the glass and drinking it. It's about doing something with all of your heart and giving it everything you've got. And it's a license also to indulge in earthly things. Because a mitzvah, the rabbis understand, is made more, not less, real and dear to us if it is embodied, if it comes with stuff, stuff that we can see and touch and hold and feel. And we want that stuff to be fancy. We want it to be beautiful. It's an immensely wise teaching. So here's hoping that whatever mitzvah you do next, you'll do it with just a little bit more style and flair than before. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Talmudic.